Hey, what's up, y'all? We're back. Back again, once again. Half and Half Podcast, episode 14. I am your host, Jeremiah Hargraves here. And it's summer, officially, for majority of students. Gotta continue all the... You know, shout outs to all the people that are graduating or have graduated. You know, you feel huge step in life. Got a foot out the door into the real world. Adulting time. Proud of y'all. Yeah. But yeah, we're back here. Another episode. Got a lot to talk about, a lot to debrief. How is everyone? How are y'all doing? What's been the move so far for summer? Any plans, the goals, you know? What are y'all doing? <laughs> you feel? And for myself, I have been very lazy and homebody type beat i have just been home all the time i haven't no excuse <laughs> for not getting episodes out but that's on me and i know i've talked about consistency so it is what it is <laughs> but hey we start anew, and let's bring about the consistency. Um, some things I want to put out before we jump into the whole thing. Um, thank you for all the support and comments and love for the podcast. I have guests in line, so be excited for that for the near future. I won't drop who, of course, but I got people lined up, people who are interested. I keep saying that, but, you know, I'm going to jump on the opportunity and reach out to the people that are interested and continue doing outreach to get more people and hopefully more interest, more growth, more listeners and more support overall. Um, what else to bring out? Social media. Soon? Question mark, question mark, question mark. <laughs> Saving up for better equipment, of course. Kind of hard because summer plans and wanting to hang out with friends, go to concerts, get video games, get anything and everything that may improve the summer. <laughs> food. I'd be spending a lot of money on food. Vibes. So... Better equipment, hopefully a camera, a quality camera, so I could record visually these podcasts and put them over more social media. So like TikTok or on Instagram, maybe a Facebook, YouTube for sure. Tick, I said TikTok already? I think I said TikTok. Yeah. Those, social media, more outreach, more support. Yada, yada, yada. 
and it's better for just attention span, you know, like where we as a society stand with just interest and staying involved because we often drop a lot of things, especially like podcasts because of the length, who wants to sit around or just listen around for 40 minutes plus, you feel, so yeah, so guest on deck, social media on deck, better equipment on deck, also just topic ideas too, I have ideas for future podcast episodes of what I want to do, what I want to break down and stuff like that, because usually these episodes are on the fly, you know, just what went on, what went on with my week, anything important or anything that stands out, and we just go at it, you know, off the dome piece, you feel, so, yeah, more precise and maybe more personal and intrusive, introspective, spiritual, whatever it is, kind of topics for the near future, and that may be involved with the future guest as well, Wah! so, exciting things for the future, but it all starts with just that consistency, so, that, all those things that I mentioned will not happen if I don't have consistency, it would be a waste of time, effort, and money if I don't, you know, put in what I put out, is that how people say it, yeah, Effort, consistency, honesty, yeah, 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 yeah. You've heard it before in the previous episodes. I'd be repeating myself, but yeah. Good things in store, exciting things in store for the future of this podcast. But I need to stay on that grind, and when I do, it will be amazing, and it will be worth it, even if. Growth and views aren't there. Just that consistency. I will be proud of myself for that. So, let's get it started. Let's party, y'all. <laughs> mm, you know the deal. Gotta check in. I'm gonna trauma dump. No, I'm just gonna let y'all know what's been up with me of recently. I mean, I kind of did a little bit, but we're going to do that even more, more, and more. <clears throat> Starting off, like I said, I've been such a homebody, very lazy, and even when I'm not being lazy, I'm just sticking to what's around me, <laughs> which I guess could also be me just being lazy but being that homebody there's been a lot of gaming a lot of listening to music i've gotten into djing so i've been trying that out with friends equipment and it's a little difficult at times but it's very fun trying something new and Throwing ideas out there and new, you know, ways to, I guess, transition and mix music. And it's fun. 
especially when it works out, you're just like, ooh. And then when it doesn't work out, you're just like, huh, maybe, nah. But that progress and that growth and, you know, putting that time and effort to try something new and get better at it, been doing that. And it's been fun. I keep saying it's fun because it is truly fun. And it's been very interesting because my I've had ideas in my head for you know transitions and fading music but putting the ideas out there into like real life and trying them out it's very difficult because like I picture it or I hear it in my head and I try to you know emanate it emanate it put it out there yeah and it don't it don't work it don't work but in my head it's like it makes sense but like when i'm trying to do it it don't make sense <laughs> you know i'll put i'll put one song and another song and try to transition it and in my head it's like oh this sounds so fire but i try it out and it doesn't work but that's probably due to the lack of experience like it could actually work if i knew what i was actually doing or if I had more experience in time and was, you know, more qualified to do stuff like that. So it's very, you know, it's a struggle at times, but I'm having fun with it. And again, it's just slowly working my way and slowly, you know, having that mindset because it does take a certain mindset to get it down. And I usually am a, such a straightforward thinker when it comes to a lot of things, you know, chop, 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 point A to B to C, yada, yada, yada. And when it comes to, I guess, DJing, you know, you got to start from different points. <laughs> You're not going from A to B. You may go from A to C to B, then to C again, and then, you know, so on and so forth, you know, you'll have a song start at this point, then you'll have a song start at a different point. So you have two different songs, and you do twist different <laughs> knobs, <laughs> you press different buttons, and you see if it works, or you listen to one song while the other song is playing to find that perfect moment to transition that perfect, like, on the perfect you know tempo of the song the bpm and there's a lot more thought to it than i originally like observed when i first tried it out i was like oh yeah i definitely see how confusing this can get because there's a lot of different buttons and knobs that have a lot of different meanings and they're all very important and you know as a beginner I could simplify it to just certain knobs and buttons that I want to use, but you know, as you get more time with it and you have more of an insight on it, you can expand that range and you can try different things. And it's not even with that practice too, you can watch sets and you can, you know, listen to different mixes to see what, or try to see what was done. And it is very 
interesting because when you watch like videos on like DJing and you see what people did and you're like how did you get that you know how was that done what was the thought process to mix this song with that song you know it's very eye-opening at times because I would have never thought of certain songs that would go together I mean you could hear it by like the genre or the BPM but there are certain ways that certain DJs do it and it's just like wow hats off respect you earn my praise that is crazy so I've been trying that out and it's it's going well even though there's ups and downs the whole overall experience it's going well and I will I appreciate it a lot because I'm trying something new putting myself out there when it comes to something different and it may not be perfect but I'm gonna keep trying keep putting that time and effort and hopefully you know we'll get some quality mixes or some quality transitions I'm just doing this for fun I'm not even doing this for trying to do this for money or anything I just I was truly interested and now it's just a part of a daily routine some days I don't be working on it daily maybe every other day every other two days but it really is there really isn't a lot you can do because it's just me working on a mix with the same like 20 songs to try and just get better at transitioning and you know there are some days where I got it and the transitions are working and it's all coming together but there are some days where it's just like I don't know about that one chief <laughs> let's try that one again and I'll just be recording videos of myself like with my phone while I'm doing the mixes and I'm going or listening to them and seeing how the mixes were or the transitions and learning from that seeing what I can do better or trying it again and placing the transition or the drop at a different time you know and that's how you just do it it's a lot of repetition at times so DJing has been one thing the gym um started going back to that and this week I'm gonna try and be more consistent with it hopefully that stands true if not gotta do it again hold myself accountable you feel but I won't I shouldn't have that mentality, you know, I shouldn't, I shouldn't be, I shouldn't be like, if it doesn't, you know, we're gonna make it happen, I will have that consistency, yes, so, yeah, started the gym again, gonna be more consistent with that, and that will hopefully go beyond a week, <laughs> a lot of gaming, like I said, um, 2k, my career, kind of addicting, kind of frustrating, got drafted by the Knicks, mad annoying, but (laughs) 
Ooh, we we get through it. We're like the worst team in the league. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> but it's the, the Knicks. Woo! Yeah. Been keeping up with the NBA Finals. <clears throat> I'm a Warriors fan, so let's go. Let's go. Curry dropping 43 for game four. That was crazy. Hmm. Been watching so many movies. It's the it's the homebody life. So many movies, and it's been so much fun. I watched all the Mission Impossible movies. Fire, except for the first one. <laughs> the first one kind of made. I think that that was like. The first one was like, oh, you know, let's try this out. Let's see if it works. Didn't have a big budget, but a lot of people liked it back then. Then you see the second movie, and it's like, whoa, it got way better. <laughs> Watched all the Mission Impossible movies. Almost done watching all the Marvel movies in chronological order. Just need to watch Eternals and the, Do the new Doctor Strange movie. Have, I have my ways. <laughs> but that has been one hell of an experience. But I did not know how many mid-Marvel movies there were, bro. Like, the first two Iron Mans? Not good, bro. The first two Thors? Not good, bro. The first Captain America? Alright, fam. The first Spider-Man? Good to alright, fam. Black Widow? Kinda mid, bro. Kinda mid. Rewatching the first Avengers? Not as good as, like, when I previously watched it. Like, what was going on? There, there were so many, I guess, disappointments when it came to the MCU, like, rewatching. But there are so many bangers, too. Black Panther fam. The Guardians movies, bro. The Ant-Man movies were a fire. Loved Ant-Man and the Wasp. You know, Civil War, Winter Soldier, Age of Ultron. You know, Infinity War and Endgame, of course. Far From Home, No Way Home. Shang-Chi was fire, like... There are a lot of bangers. Oh, the Doctor Doctor Strange one. Hell, look at like, there are a lot of bangers in the MCU. Like we know that, but I didn't know that there are mo there are like that many mid Marvel movies. You know, it was kind of disappointing, kind of disappointing. But when I finished that. I've been watching all these movies with my roommate, by the way. So when we finish that, we're going to watch all the Quentin Tarantino movies because I haven't seen, like, any of them. Maybe except for, like, Kill Bill. So that's going to be fun. And then after that, we're probably going to watch all the Fast and Furious movies. That's going to be fire for sure. And I think after that... I think I'd want to watch all the X-Men movies. Yeah. 
the Deadpool movies too. Yeah. Maybe even the Fantastic Four movies too. Crazy. There's like so many movies on deck. And then we also watch shows together too. So we watched Stranger Things Season 4, the Volume 1. I'm not going to say anything just in case. Or I'm not going to drop any spoilers just in case. You know, anyone hasn't seen it yet. But. But. Oh, it's so good. And. What was it? I was one of the people that didn't watch Season 3. So I watched like Season 3 the day before Season 4 came out. Season 3 was so good, bro. I'm a Steve stan. I stand Steve. <laughs> and then I just stand Steve for season 4 too. But that's all I'm going to say. Season 4, really good. Waiting for July 1st to get the final two episodes. Then they got to wait for season 5. Hopefully we don't have to wait so long for season 5. And then Money Heist. We also watched Money Heist. Oh, the original Money Heist when it first came out a long time ago. But there's been the trailers and the teasers for the new Money Heist, the Korean Money Heist show. The joint economic point, a joint ec- economic area. Uh, I probably got that wrong. But that on June 24th, we're very excited for that too. Oh, because when we watched Money Heist Season 5 and when that finished, ooh, there was like, a part of our soul that like left because we would always wait for Money Heist to come out and when it was finally done oh yeah we were it's like it's like that post-concert depression you feel like the show's over you're never getting it again it just hit bro so getting that news that there is a Korean money heist coming out and it's not just a copy of the OG like it has their own plot points and it connects more to Korean culture we love to see it we're excited it looks so good um I've been watching the Peaky Blinders. I'm on season two right now. Ooh. So good. So good. You don't mess with the Peaky Blinders. <laughs> oh, that show is amazing. I'm probably going to watch more tomorrow. <laughs> Honestly, it's such a good show. And I really thought it wasn't going to be a great show at first just due to the lack of action but just the acting itself the plot character development background stories all the connections crazy was kind of debating about being a Peaky Blinder for Halloween because of how good it is but we'll see one like season 2 episode 2 or 3 right now it's getting good it is getting good don't mess with the Peaky Blinders. So yeah, I've been watching a lot of movies. been watching a lot of shows. I want to start watching more anime again. Just got to find the time 
to fit <laughs> between all the movies and TV shows and gaming <laughs> and gym time and for this podcast. I mean, I'll make it work. Like it doesn't. That's not too complicated. And I think the one thing that will make it kind of complicated is that I am taking a summer course. But it's from, like, now to early July, so it's not too bad. Um, it's just a lab, so it's not even every day this for, like, the next month. It's every, like, three days, three days of the week. Not too bad. Just have to wake up early on those days, which sucks, because my sleep schedule messed up. But, you know, we're... It's helping out, kinda. Honestly, it is. Because the late, when I do wake up early on those days, my days feel way longer. And, you know, that feeling is, I guess, not normal to me. Because I'd be waking up so late and be staying up late. But when I wake up earlier, like, more sunrise, more sunlight, and the days, quote-unquote, feel longer because of that, (laughs) so it is a good thing, but also on those days, I need to take a nap, because I'd be staying up late the night before, because, again, the sleep schedule is messed up, be sleeping, like, kind of earlier, but it's still, like, not enough sleep to, like, last the day, so I take a nap, and I wake up groggy, but after that, I'm just like, ugh, rebirth, start a new type deal. <laughs> but yeah, like, got that summer class, got the movie going, the homebody type beat, the DJing, and also been doing some bartending too. At home, of course. Like, just for me and like friends that come over and it's been kind of fun making new drinks new concoctions and they've been doing well succeeding you know they taste well and you know we try to alter them and make them better and sometimes we do i tried making vodka infused gummy bears for the first time took them out a little bit too early and they were okay but then I let them sit, put them back in the fridge, and let them sit for the the time needed. Took them out. <sighs> oh, those are those are scary because I still have a bunch. They are very scary, very very scary. Like I don't <laughs> literally. There's like no vodka taste. It's to taste like a gummy bear, and. The one thing is, like, gummy bears are, like, my weakness, dude. I love gummy bears. It's, like, number one snack for me, bro. So, made them, tried one, noticed that the vodka taste wasn't there, and then I was doing some work on the side, and I just kept snacking on them. I kept snacking on them, kept snacking on them. Next thing you know, start to get a headache. The room gets hot, and I'm just like, okay, I need to stop. <laughs> and I, because I remembered 
they're vodka infused because they literally have no alcoholic taste. And I'm just there like, okay, the room is hot now. Someone turn up the AC. Uh, like Sometimes you just got to pat yourself on the back for, you know, you got to be proud of yourself at times, you feel? For things that you do. <laughs> so yeah, that's, I guess, what's been going on with me, like, socially and, like, kind of, like, physically. Yeah. Because I've been keeping up with, like, daily routines as well and nightly routines, which has been nice. So I guess it's, like, midday routines that I got to just be more organized and connect with more and I'm sure I can get that done so physically socially we're doing great and move on to like the mental and uh, emotional aspect of my life right now to be real to be honest to be fair to be, to be, to be, to be. honestly I feel like I'm doing good right now I am doing good. I'm very grateful and thankful for that, you feel? That is it. Because I feel like the homebody. I'm a natural introvert. Like, when the pandemic happened and lockdown, like, everything happened, you know, there were people that lost their minds, and there were people that could not handle being inside. But when that happened... Yo, life was great <laughs> for me, bro. Just playing video games, hanging out with family, eating great food. I talk to myself a lot, so I'd be doing that. Did that, be doing that. And, you know, listening to music. And it's just all this good stuff from my humble abode. So... Doing that homebody stuff, some, you know, the occasional, like, going out, hanging out with friends, the introvert in me, mentally and emotionally, I'm doing great. It feels great right now. Literally. Just stress-free right now. Not many worries on the mind. Like, there are some underlying issues at times, taking some step backs, taking some steps back at times, which I'll, you know, go over a little bit later, but overall, it's been good. Has it been perfect? No. Could it be better? Yes, but it's good, and I'm fine with that. Like, I'm trying to, like, think of more to say, but, like, literally, it's on that end side or end of like the check in check in it's kind of mundane and I'm appreciating the mundane the boring the nothingness because I got no complaints <laughs> no complaints no worries no stresses other than school which isn't too bad and actually the one worry is that I do have some family members that have COVID right now. So just, you know, just wishing them the best. And hopefully, hoping they recover 
safe and sound, smooth, you know. So just wishing the best for them. And that was kind of nerve-wracking when I heard that, but you know, I can't stress about it too much because it's not in my control. And I just pray to God that they come out unscathed and healthy and happy and everything. Yeah. But other than that, um, like I said, homebody, introvert, but I've had some interactions. I've gone out to eat, to watch them. We watched the new Jurassic Park movie. I liked it. I thought it was good. My friends thought it was alright. Looking back at it, I think I thought it was good because I haven't seen all the Jurassic Park movies. <laughs> so the correlation and the nostalgia factor, which was probably underwhelming to them, was like, Yo, that's Jeff Goldblum. Apartments.com. <laughs> hey, it's Star-Lord. <laughs> Type V, you know? So, to each their own. I liked it. Good movie. Would I watch it again? Probably not. <laughs> but it was a packed theater. I didn't think it was going to be a packed theater. Like, I didn't know there were that many people in the Jurassic Park, Jurassic World series, you know? But, you learn something new every day. <laughs> but yeah, like, had some interactions with people and constantly learning, constantly listening, constantly just understanding and comprehending the things that are going on with in our lives, you know? And just been hearing from other people and been seeing from my own eyes just about just perspectives and how people work and a lot of the reciprocation and I really want to go like in depth about certain topic that will come up soon but hanging out with those friends seeing their perspectives and just being able to see people like again I do say I'm an introvert but interaction with people is always nice but i do love me my alone time <laughs> or just more smaller interactions more personal you know interactions those are nice so it's been a vibe and with that we shall take a little break and come back to the more Deeper topic of the Half and Half podcast. We're back. It's so nice to be back. And we're back. I forgot to one. I forgot. I forgot to mention one thing. I said like I was listening to music. The new BTS album came out. Fire, fire, run bulletproof, run, you gotta run, 
run, bulletproof. Make it move left and right. Make it move left and right. Run, bulletproof. Run. You gotta run. You gotta run. Run, bulletproof. Run. Okay. Okay. I got that out of my system. Amazing album. I want to see them again. <sighs> but, like I said, we're in the second half of the Have and Have podcast. And I wanted to go more in depth on a specific topic, which came to my social interactions and people that I've been friends that I've been talking to throughout these prior weeks, catching up with, giving advice to, listening to, so on and so forth. And the main topic for today we want to go over is um, how when it comes to relationships, friendships, uh, acquaintances, co-workers, whatever it is, you know, those relationships, it's a two-way street. And like I said earlier, if it's the correct saying, I, could, I should have searched it up while on the break, you put in what you put out. Sure. So, reciprocation and... Yeah, there's mainly reciprocation when it comes to friendships and the effort that you put in, you know? You'll get that effort. You should get that effort in return, you know? And it's not like a mandatory thing, like, oh, you have to do this. But usually, like, you don't want the friendship to be a one-sided street, you know? You don't want to be the only one putting in that effort and the best way that I like to describe it is the push and pull that comes in when it when it comes to relationships the amount of push you have the amount of pull you know the tension that comes with it or the lack of tension that comes with it you could be you know having that one-sided friendship, that unrequited love. You could be trying to, you know, push, push back, not put, what the heck, push towards that goal, but there's like no pull to it, you know, there's, there's no, it's so easy to just push towards that, you know, that pull of, like, the the relationship, you know, that whatever you want, there is, there should, there has to be the same amount of push to the same amount of pull when it comes to friendships, relationships, whatever you want, you know, if someone's pushing, someone else has to pull, you know, and, you know, when it, depending on how you work and the other person work, it may not be that that split down the middle, you know, someone's pushing, someone's pulling, you know? It may be you have to push a little bit more. You have to put your, you have to take that initiative more, you know? You're pushing yourself forward towards that person and always taking that step 
because they may be more introverted and, you know, they'll, how do I say it, they will go off your energy, you feel. So if you take those steps to reach out, and if you take those steps to, you know, put in that time and that effort to have that conversation, to have those moments with said person, they will be there. But as soon as you stop, like, that is, that could be, like, one way it works. But you could be also doing that same thing, right? And as soon as you stop pushing forward and you want to start to pull a little bit more, two people can't pull. So... As you're taking those steps back, trying to pull back, you know? And that other person is pulling back, continuing pulling back. Even when you stopped pushing forward, that relationship, you know, there's tension, but it's not direct tension. It's like indirect tension. If you catch my drift. Because... When you, that person always taking that initiative, stops taking that initiative, that other person should be taking that initiative to reach out. And I've done this before. I've hit up people constantly, and I've always making the first move, and I was okay with that for a time. But when I was like on a mental break or need some time away and stopped doing that, there are some people that I stopped talking to because they weren't, the, the roles weren't reversed. They stayed in their place while I took my step back. So now we were distant. Or there were people that completed that role switch, that reverse role reversal. I was taking that step back and then they took that step forward. They're like, oh, just checking in. Oh, it's been a while. Let's hang out. There we go. And when people do that, it's, very reassuring that you know those are people that you want in your life or they want you in your life you know and when it's the opposite when you take that step back and you don't get that role reversal or they don't start to push forward that's Reassurance in a more negative context. Because you start to overthink. And you start to question the friendship. And you're like, oh, was I just the the one person holding on to our friendship, keeping us together? And it very hurts. Oh, grammar. Oh my gosh, it very hurts. (laughs) It very much hurts. (laughs) It's eye-opening. It's shocking. It's disgusting at times. Because what you thought was a true, real friendship may not be what it seems. And of course, there's always the underlying reasoning. But communication needs to be there. That fucks up everything. So, you know, that person needs to communicate the distance 
needs to communicate why they aren't doing this, this, and that. Especially if you've had so many ample opportunities or yeah, so many ample opportunities of reaching your hand out and that person hasn't, you know, pushed forward. And when you pull back, there's nothing there. Gap, distance, indirect tension. And tension isn't always like, I don't view tension as like a bad thing all the time because sometimes you need that tension, you know? Sometimes the the butting of heads, sometimes the, the differing of opinions is necessary. Because if it was all sunshine and rainbows, ugh, <laughs> something is off, <laughs> you feel. And that could fall to, like, the lack of communication, the lack of transparency, making that environment seem what it really isn't, you feel. So... The concept of push and pull. And I learned this concept from the late, great Etika. Joy-Con boys forever type beat, you feel? Type shit. Love that man. Miss that man. Hope he's doing well. (laughs) But, you know, a few years back, he had the top the topic of the conversation of the concept of push and pull and how you know relationships if you want a relationship you know there is going to be that push and pull you know and a lot of it is shown today there are the people that like play hard to get they're pulling away and then that opposite end, that person notices them playing hard to get, and you know the chase, the pushing, the pushing, the treading on forward. Or for some people, they pull away as well because they don't fuck with the games. <laughs> so when it comes to just life, there is so much push and pull. You know, when it comes to just people, conversations, you know, people leading the conversation more, taking over a conversation more, they are pulling more, or not, they are pushing more, you know, maybe pushing those boundaries, pushing those, you know, topics, controversies, you know, and depending on how each person reacts, how you react, you can, you know, pull away and allow that to continue or to pull away as in like separate yourself and you know just ignore deflect set those boundaries you feel and there's the indirect tension when you pull away and someone else pulls away But the direct tension is when someone pushes forward and someone else pushes forward and you connect and, you know, that's when like the conflicts, you know, or the differing of opinions or the two voices, even if it's not a disagreement, you know, tone or how it's worded, 
stuff like that. Little things very matter in <laughs> very little things very matter much wow communication <laughs> like oh my gosh <laughs> like it does it is very important and it may not be an argument but how you word something too could lead to you know direct tension indirect tension the push push you both go at it or push pull you know you go at it they step away or pull pull you both go away from it or you you both avoid like the anxious avoid it mm. Ooh. you know like i said earlier a lot of the podcast is on the fly as it should be honesty so like i was like mm, and i like i just connected some things together you know, a lot of the tendencies that people have when you have maybe the anxious avoidant type tendencies when it comes to, like, how you treat people or do things. And you have the secure type tendencies when it comes to people or how you, you know, go about things really impact the push and pull when it comes to how, you know, you work with people. So when you have those ancient avoidant tendencies, you're mainly going to be the one pulling away. You're because avoiding, anxious, you know, setting boundaries or not even setting boundaries, just not even wanting to deal with what's, you know, the push, the person or the thing, the object, the item, the goal, anything that's in front that's pushing ahead. You pull away and maybe you don't have to deal with failure, rejection, consequences. You pull away and... You know, someone with, I guess, a more secure mindset, question mark, point of view, question mark. Because when I say it, like, secure just sounds so demeaning to a lot of people. I mean, that depends on how you take it to, like, am I secure? <laughs> am I secure? I don't know if I'm secure. I mean, if you know you're anxious avoidant, then take offense? <laughs> Question mark? <laughs> uh, uh. Redacted. <laughs> Moving on. So, like, when, I guess, you have a better understanding of yourself. There we go. That, sure. When you have a better understanding of yourself... You can have a better understanding, yes, a better, better time in, ooh, we're going back to way back, way back then, yes, timing and a better understanding of when to push, when to pull, when is the good time to, you know, let that other person talk more or when to let them know that enough is enough or not even enough is enough or just when to when it's your time to talk you feel like those moments when you have a better understanding of yourself to put yourself out there or to not you feel and when you know you have the anxious avoidant type tendencies you know that's a little more difficult to do or it's just pull 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 Pull, pull, pull. 
pull away. And, you know, it's, it's very tough. Because when, you know, you have the concept of push and pull, I'm going to be, like, straight up with you right now. When it comes to, like, the concept right now, it makes sense, yes. Yes. But throughout, like, when I was speaking, I was like, did I get the word, like, the words mixed up or rearranged? Like, is push meant to mean pull or and pull meant to be push? Like, but even so, it still should make sense. Because, like, you pushing forward, you know, you pushing the conversation, you pushing that initiative, you know, it makes sense. Like, you are taking those steps forward. Because you push, you gotta, when you push, you have to move forward. When you pull, you have to move back. You can't pull forward. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, so, I retract that whole statement. Unless someone can tell me otherwise. And please do. Because <laughs> I'm learning on the fly as well. You gotta have that transparency with y'all. Because for a moment, I was just like, wait a minute. It makes sense. But the wording could make it make l less sense. Yes. Again, so the concept of push and pull stands out for this week, this episode, due to just, what is it? Me and a couple of friends going through that, you know? We have put so much effort to push on forward, to reach out to friend, friend, to friends. And it goes back to, like, the motto, the fucking way, bro. If they wanted to, they would. If they fucking wanted to, they would. And people are proving that they want to, and there are people that are proving that they don't want to. People, you know, matching the that push with the right amount of pull, or you know, yeah, they're pushing when we're pulling, and there are people that don't want. To prove it or don't want because we push for so long and we keep pushing and they're just continuing that pull we stop pushing while they're continuing that pull and they just keep pulling away 
while we're just at our stop, stopping point. And that distance gets wider and wider and wider and wider and wider and wider. And that realization came to me and some friends that, you know, some of the friendships we've gone through or have the law very unrequited, you know, unrequited friendships, very one-sided. We were the ones holding that friendship, and once we stopped holding on, it was like the friendship was never there. And, you know, if said people come back and try to initiate that push again, you know, we'll be there. But it's, they, I guess, consequences is the best way to say it. Like, just letting them know, like, yeah, you fucked up. <laughs> or, yeah, you can't do that because it really fucked with our mentals, <laughs> emotionals, and even physicals. <laughs> like, don't do that shit. Or, you know... Like, you got, you're making up for lost time type beat, you know? <laughs> and if they want to go through with that, so be it. If they don't, you know, we we stop pushing for a reason. <laughs> like, it makes sense. It makes sense, you feel. And... And I think that it's another thing for people, too. That's another topic for another week, but just to, like, go over it a little bit. Like, there are some people in life that don't really suffer the consequences, you know? Like, they they walk around people. Or not even walk around people, but they they do so much, and they get away with a lot. And, you know, I am at fault for this, too. Like, being too lenient, too nice with it, you feel? Like... The, you you get no consequences and you make mistakes but you get to try again and again and again or you get to go back you always you always know that you can go back you know you get comfortable you get com- you know you get content and you get relaxed so you know when someone does hit you with a consequence it's altering and eye-opening and you know people get defensive or people those anxious avoidance tendencies come out and you know you know that there are consequences and you know you avoid certain things or certain people so you don't have to see those consequences and bam there you go that's where that pull comes in you know Because, you know, you can push forward with different meaning, different, you know, different way of doing it, you know. Sometimes that pushes the confrontation, the informative way of, you know, letting someone know doing something, the action, 
you know, it's not always going to be positive, and, you know, you never know someone's ulterior motive, but when it comes to the opposite end, when you know you fucked up, <laughs> but you don't want to hear it, or you don't want to want it to be acknowledged, or you don't want to go through that again, that pull begins, so you don't have to see it, you don't have to hear it. Only you know about it, quote-unquote. But even then, when it's eating you up, you pull away from that. And there's the push and pull within yourself. We haven't even gone over that. You know, the intrusive thoughts. You know, the consciousness. Your mind, your heart, your gut, you know. The push and pull between that. And going back to what I was just saying, when it's just you alone and your thoughts... The thoughts are pushing in, you pull away from yourself. You have maybe this out-of-body experience where you don't have the trust or the comfortability within yourself to have said conversations about life, about certain topics, about the fuck-ups you've made, the regrets, the mistakes, the what-ifs, all that stuff because you don't have the accountability within yourself. You have the fucking out-of-body experiences. You have the more avoidance tendencies, you, going back to previous episodes, become reliant on, like, maybe drugs or alcohol or escapism methods to not have those conversations within yourself. So it's a constant pull, and you're blocking off the push with these escapism methods, so it becomes split. You have the thoughts they're in this area. They can't move because you try, you escape them as you're constantly pulling away. And once you come back, all those thoughts are buried through the escapism method, the avoiding, the, you know, what is it? Oh, I'm being like proactive, quote unquote, and I'm getting stuff done, quote unquote. Just so you can cover up those fuck-ups and you can, quote-unquote, feel better about yourself. Be proud of yourself, quote-unquote, for getting stuff done. But at the end of the day, the underlying push and pull will always be there until you have that confrontation. And when you face those consequences, that push and pull will always be there within yourself. And when you always have that push and pull within yourself, the push and pull with the game of life with people becomes way more difficult and way more um, necessary way more relevant way more consequential too because if you can't have the conversations with yourself how are you going to have the conversations with other people the comfortability within yourself to have the comfortability with other people Life is just push and pull, man. 
you really have to find that balance of push and pull within yourself. All this pulling, running away, all life just only being running away, life just only being pulling, life just not even being started, things not being started, you avoiding things, you doing other things to, you know, quote unquote, bury the things that weren't, weren't unaccomplished. It's, you fall deeper and deeper in this hole. And it becomes more and more difficult to get out. Because if you remember, the OG fans, just kidding. Um, I talk about moving backwards in a, what's that episode? I don't remember the episode. I'm a fake fan. <laughs> um, you know, if you take backward steps, that's all right. But if you keep taking backward steps, you keep pulling away from what needs to be done. You keep pulling away from yourself, from people, from experiences, from the necessities, from your goals, from the things you need to get done. When you try to make up for lost time, ugh, I messed that up. When you try to take forward steps, when you try to, you know, make up those steps for going backwards, you're making up, it just, you're not getting stuff done. You're not improving. You're not reaching those goals. You're not getting closer to those people, strengthening those bonds. You're making up for lost time. Too much pull, not enough push, will fuck you over in life. Too much push, too. Putting too much on your plate, pushing the boundaries, making people uncomfortable, doing so much and not taking those steps back. Taking in so much. Too much pull, not enough push, fucks you over. Too much push, not enough pull, fucks you over. Don't overwork yourself. Put in too much push, not enough pull. Don't overwork yourself. Too much pull, not enough push. You're not getting enough work done. Like <laughs> You need that balance. And again, it's not going to be a split balance between push and pull. It could be. It could really be. But depending on the person, depending on the situation, depending on what you're going through, depending on your lifestyle. You know, you may push a little bit more than you pull. You may pull a little bit more than you push. But you don't want one overarching the other drastically. Like, let's... Percentages always work well when it comes to these situations. But, you know, when you put it into real life, the percentage shit doesn't work. But, you know, hypothetically, hypothetically, in a scientific theory, in a quantitative analysis, like, head ass, we, like, 
hypothetically, like a, a 60 push, 40 pull with yourself or with the person, valid, could work. Again, depending on the people. And depending on the wrong type of people, that could be one-sided. That could be not enough, you know, like... There's, <laughs> ooh, I'm like, I'm pretty sure y'all can tell, but like, I'm in it now. I'm in it. We're in the end game now. <laughs> but yes, too much push, not enough pull. It's not good enough. Too much pull, not enough push. It's not good enough, bro. And of course point of life you know you may need that right now that may be no, sadly I may disagree with this it might be the main option for some people right now for the long term for the long term nah even for the short term I'm just like eh like if you've been doing this for months on end too much pull, not enough push. Dude. You're, you're losing a lot of people. You're losing a lot of opportunities. You're losing a lot of experiences. You're losing a lot of things. And if you push too much and don't pull enough, you're going to ruin a lot of opportunities. and Ruin a lot of friendships or things because of maybe overworking yourself and you know you overwork yourself and you do too much you know the mentals the emotionals the physicals all fail on you and then you can't be enough and then you can't do certain things and and I'm not saying enough for people enough for yourself cause you don't have to prove shit to people bro <laughs> yes Which kind of contradicts what I said about, you know, oh, if you like, you pulled for so much, so long, and you want to, you know, start that push and reach out. You're like you gotta quote unquote prove it, prove yourself. I mean, I could word that better. Like it's not really like prove yourself, but it's just like. If you're in someone's life again, and, you know, you have opportunities to be there, you know, be there, <laughs> again, I mean, it's kind of proving, uh, I could word it better, or, you know, contradictions, the contra it's not going to be perfect, nor would I want it to be perfect. Because if it is perfect, I should have life figured out. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> but, you know, like, contradictions aside, miscomprehensions, miswordings, whatever it is, push, the push and pull that people have in, within themselves, within friendships, relationships, whatever it is. What you put in and what you put out. And I feel like I'm warning that in. I'm going to search it up right now. 
what you put. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> it's not what you put in. What you put out. It's what you put in to life is what you get out of it. Okay, what you put in is what you get out. Okay, that sounds way better, bro. Not what you put in, what you put out, bro. You know, I want to start this whole episode over again just so I can get that correct. <laughs> but yeah, what you put in is what you get out. I'm so comfortable with saying put out now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what you put in is what you <laughs> what you put in is what you get out. How much pull, how much you push is how much someone's going to pull. How much you pull is how much someone's going to push. You know? There you go. You could, you know, take what I've said and try and implement it into your daily life. Or if you disagree, tell me about it, honestly. Like, tell me, like, how you view yourself, view the relationships and friendships that you have, like how it works. Maybe you, we view it the same, but you label it differently, you know? Or maybe you actually just view it differently completely. And I would be very curious to see because, you know, new perspectives, new way of life, new walks of life. Intriguing, right? Always intriguing. So tell me about it, you feel? Tell me about it. And, you know, when, if you do agree or disagree, you know, hopefully you did learn something today from this. <laughs> and if you didn't, <laughs> hopefully next time. But... To summarize, push and pull. What you put in is what you get out. Gotta find that balance. What well, the balance for you? Again, it's not gonna be a, a split down the middle. Could be for some people. For a lot of people, it isn't. From pull to push within yourself then towards other people and hopefully you know with that you can learn more about yourself and learn more about the people in your life that you want in your life and with that hopefully that brings better mental and emotional like fortitude health things like the same thing <laughs> and yeah thank you again everyone for listening for supporting quite a wild episode I was more into it and more passionate than usual 
could be like all the pent up energy from like missing the past two three weeks but just also how i guess impactful this topic has been on me and my life because again the life motto for 2022 right now is if they wanted to they would if they want to they would you know and people are proving that they want to and people are proving that they don't want to and the push and pull baby the push and pull so yeah it that passion that energy anger you could even say annoyedness because it is it does it makes me annoyed having to deal with people certain people (laughs) and you know with that thank you again appreciate all of you any comment any concerns any improvements any topics that you want me to talk about let me know through my social media through the comments of the podcast or if you know me just let me know (laughs) thank you again and we shall be consistent this is jeremiah hargraves your host of the half and half podcast episode 14 signing off peace y'all